2: The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily in association with Moonrise Cricket. Indian Premier League 2020, 13th edition. Every day, every game, every spill, every fill, every triumph, all the way to the IPL Trophy.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's the Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily. And we've just seen, a well, a very one-sided game. Actually, Sunrisers Hyderabad romping home against uh, Delhi Capitals. Delhi Capitals now starting to teeter a little bit towards the top end of the table. Sunrisers have done the first part of their... Get out of jail bid for the playoffs. They need to win both of their final games to stand a chance of getting into the top four, but it was a terrific performance by them today. Before we talk about that, though, thank you to BodylineT shirts.com and to MoonriseSports.com for their support of the Cricket Badger podcast throughout the IPL. I'm joined on this edition of the pod by Neil Varani, Sunrise's Hyderabad fan, who is probably sat there with a big smile on his face just at the moment, and Rito Maitra who is our KKR man. We'll start with you, Neil. That was a a real walloping, really, wasn't it? Delhi Capital's never at the races. And if there's one thing that T20 kind of shows us regularly, if you can come out of the blocks quickly, if you can set the tone for the game, then you're in control of it and you steer it from there on. And David Warner did exactly that, didn't he?
0: Absolutely. Um, Both David Warner and Ritman Sahar came came out of the blocks, all guns blazing. And we talk a lot about how young and exciting the Delhi side are. But the flip side of that is sometimes you can lose it a little bit when uh, things aren't going your way. And we saw that um, from Delhi. They've got a wonderful bowling side, but they didn't have any answer to what Warner and Sahar were
2: doing.
1: And Kahisa Rabada, none for 54 today. I think it's the first time in about a about million and five hundred games that he's not taken a wicket in, in the IPL. That's expensive by his standards. And as you say, the has got, got into the groove, didn't they? 219 for two in their 20 overs. And in response, Delhi Capitals could only manage 131 all outs, uh, all out in the final over. Rishabh Pant played quite nicely. But apart from that, and a little bit of Rahani at the top of the order and a, a bit of a hit from uh, Deshpande at the end, they were never in the races. I mean, Deshpande was just swinging with no hope of winning it. Rito, Delhi Capitals, they're teetering a little bit, aren't they? We've talked about this before, but they've got themselves, um, after 12 games, on 14 points. Um, They've got Mumbai Indians and Royal Challengers Bangalore to play still. And on the face of that, that's a difficult final couple of games, isn't it? But the way this tournament goes, but every time you start to think, well, I know how this is going to go now, you wouldn't put it past Delhi to go out and beat Mumbai in the Royal Challengers and end up top of the table. It's that kind of tournament, isn't it?
2: It just seems probably one drawback of such a long tournament is that teams start to peak too early. Have the DC done that. That's that's what they will be fearing. They will be hoping that they haven't peaked too early now really. Now for two matches in a row they haven't looked quite in the races against AKRK AK, and tonight. And they have a lot of questions for Ricky Ponting to answer and it's meant to answer now. But from a Newton perspective, I am not complaining at all. They have next two matches against MI and RCB. but it's going to be spicy.
1: It certainly is. And one thing with tournament cricket, however long the tournament is, you don't win the tournament by starting well. You win the tournament by finishing well. And at the moment, Daddy Capitals, they need to galvanise themselves. They need to look at themselves in the mirror and come again, because they've got two more group games, potentially then two or three games in the playoffs. It will be a really disappointing tournament for them, Rito, if they go out with a whimper and actually fall out the playoff spots now.
2: Yeah, really. They started really nicely this year, and everyone was saying at the beginning that they looked a real deal this year. They're going to go all the way this year. This is probably the idea. But now they have a few questions. They have... uh, Dhawan doesn't know who is going to be his opening partner now. Shaw sure. isn't in good form now. Rahani also isn't making much of a statement, and now Dhawan's purple patch has also come to an end. And batsmen also aren't making runs consistently. Rishabh Pant—they probably need Rishabh Pant to play an explosive innings, which is which he is not doing. He's saying quite a tedious innings. I don't know what's the thinking behind that. Probably Rishabh Pant is disappointed that he is not. That he has not been picked for India's T20 spot to Australia. Maybe that's playing in his mind. We don't know. And Rabada, who who didn't go wicketless in a single match so far in this tournament now, today he went on 54 runs without taking on wicket. Well, that's expensive by anyone's standards. So, DC have to get themselves prepared. And- mm-hmm.
1: Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at Manscaped.com help oh, you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, Manscaped.com Neil, on Delhi just for a second, you don't become a bad team overnight. We, we've talked about how good they can be. We've talked about how balanced they are and how good they look when they're playing well. They just need to find that again, don't they?
0: There's part of that, but this isn't the first time that it's happened with Delhi. I think both they and Kings Eleven in, uh, Kings 11 in previous years have gone off to absolute flyers, but then with such a long tournament and especially with people playing each other again, other teams learn. And um, in previous years, I think last year, Delhi got off to an absolute flyer, uh, ended up in third place and then dropped out in, in the playoffs. I don't see them dropping out of the playoffs um, this year, but there's definitely a lot of learning going on with the other teams. And the question is, what do they have a plan B? I thought today there was some very, very question, uh, questionable um, plans and captaincy um, from Ponting and Iyer they got smashed around in the power play alright that can happen but even during that power play they should have uh, changed their bowling plans they seem to be going into the legs quite a lot and for someone like Sahar, um a classical Indian player then that's bread and butter but then they continued doing that into the middle overs and it was only towards the end where they started to change it up a bit and go wide outside off and get a little bit of a handle on, on the run rate. And then I'm not entirely sure what was going on with the batting order. You open with two anchors when run rate's an issue. All right, Delan got out quickly. And I can understand Stoinis being brought in at third. He opens in the big bash. He likes the open spaces that the power play gives. And he can try to get uh, back up with the run rate. But then for Hetmai to come in at four. And pants after that, and I had to only come in at six, it seemed very muddled and maybe tinkering where it wasn't necessary. So they need to go away and think about what they did right and what they did wrong in this (laughs) game and how they should combat um, when other teams come at them.
1: You sound like an angry father there. Go away and think about what you've done, Delhi Capitals. Look yourself in the mirror. And uh, teach yourself a lesson. Sunrisers, your team, we spoke yesterday about how they needed to win their final three games. Now it's their final two. But there is a permutation, Mm -hmm. Neil, that they could get to 14 points. They could win their last two matches. They could be the form team in the tournament, but still not quite make the final four, isn't there?
0: There is. But I think that if we manage to win these last two matches, um, it would take some absolute drubbings in the other games for our net run rate to get overtaken. I think out of us, Kings XI, Calcutta, Rajasthan, we're possibly the only team that has a positive net run rate. And that was before an, an 80 run win just now.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So I'm I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it, it doesn't come around that way. It'd be very, very disheartening to win against the three top teams and still get outformed by other teams just falling over against each other. But first things first we've got to win the next game if we get through that then we give ourselves a chance in the last one at the moment I'm just uh, I'm enjoying this win and hoping that the injuries to Sahara and Shankar aren't too bad because we've already had a few in our squad and uh, I'm not sure if we have the depth that some other teams do
1: bodydylineT-shirts.com. Browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike featuring everyone and everything from larwood to leach and cow corner to chin music at bodyline t-shirts.com and you can get 10% off your first order using the code badger at checkout bodyline shirtscom t-shirts for the discerning cricket fan Rito, we don't talk about Rashid Khan enough, do we? He is just a phenomenal, phenomenal bowler. And he bowled his four overs today and completely denied Delhi Capitals any chance of staying up with the run rate. Four overs, no maidens, three wickets for just seven runs. Um, 17 dot balls in that spell. That is just sublime bowling, isn't it?
2: I thought Rashid Khan probably started the tournament a bit slowly. Now he is coming into his own really. Uh, Even in the previous match, Rashid Khan is probably the most uh, best T20 bowler now, presently. He's moved on
1: to uh, 17 wickets uh, in the tournament now. He's third in the race for the Purple Cap. Kahisa Rabada, obviously, wicketless today, is on 23. Mohamed Shami is on 20 and Rashid Khan and Jofra Archer and Jaspit Bumrah are all on 17 now. You wouldn't put it past, with the way the wickets are starting to go a little bit, slowing down and giving a little bit more help to the spinners, Neil, you wouldn't put it past Rashid storming past everybody and taking that cap, would you?
0: Not at all. I wouldn't put anything past Rashid. I think also the fact that he's picking up um, these wickets now is testament to how well the other bowlers um, are performing. Because in previous years and other franchise tournaments, people have been happy to just sit on Rashid, hope to get away with maybe only one wicket lost for 20 runs and go after everyone else. But the others are performing to such a high standard that they feel that they do need to attack Rashid now and he's going to get wickets because of that.
1: Let's have a look at the uh, table as it stands after today's game. The win for the Sunrisers, Hyderabad, Mumbai, RCB, And Delhi on 14 points. Kings Eleven and KKR after that game yesterday are on 12 points each with Kings Eleven just ahead of Kolkata in the race for the fourth place. Then Sunrisers have got themselves up to 10 points now. Rajasthan Royals are on 10 and CSK are on 12. We've got Mumbai Indians RCB playing each other tomorrow. So after tomorrow's game, everybody will be on 12 with two games to play. And you're right. Neil the uh, run rates which is going to come down to that in in some way or other KXIP, Kolkata and Rajasthan Royals all on minus net run rates whereas sunrises are on plus 0.399 so that could be worth an extra point as we get to the uh, final knockings of the group stages Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. The Moonrise moment of today's match. Rito, let's start with you. Where would you take me for that?
2: Oh, My moment of the match was probably at the toss. When Warner said that they have dropped the to for Williamson and in came Saha as a full action. Game. And Saha took up the either the bowling apart. Wonder and Zaha put on hundred runs for the first wicket and they looked like who came out with a lot of intent, what Jubilis said in the in an interview as well during the match that they are talking was playing with a lot of intent and in that power play which they lacked in the previous matches. So that was my moment of the match.
1: What about you, Neil? Where would you take me?
0: I'm I'm a bit torn. There are there are two for me. Um there was the sixth over the Sunrises innings where Warner took down um Rabada for 22 runs I mean, you just you don't do that to Rabada and um I've seen um battles between Warner and Rabada across formats in the past and KGB's always come out on top so it's pretty amazing to um to see Davey do that but there was a shot by Tushar Deshpande um, towards the end of the yeah. Delhi um, innings, which defies belief. He was backing away to leg. Ball came uh, got played outside off, and he had to reach out almost with one hand and somehow managed to French cut it towards square leg. Um, I did did physics at school. I did maths at uni. I don't understand how that actually happened. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing an article on that uh, at some
1: point, get posted to Twitter. He's a big lad, Ish isn't he? When he hits it, it stays hit. I mean, he's wasted down there at number ten in their order. Having said that, De- Delhi, although they didn't show it today, have got quite a, a long batting order. There was one, uh, the one that I want to put it up for uh, debate or inclusion, is uh, the uh, wide that was ended up ended up as a wicket. Umpire calls it wide. David Warner charges up from mid off and uh, signals that he wants to. Uh, Review the decision and on the replay it quite clearly shows there was quite a big edge on the ball through to the keeper. So uh, there's not often you get a wide that gets overturned and becomes a wicket, which uh, I found quite interesting today. But I think with the way the game went and with the way David Warner captained in the field and with the way he came out at the top of the order and uh, scored 66 off 34 balls and the fact that it's his birthday today. It would be only right that we give the Moonrise moment to the man celebrating his 34th birthday, to the English crowd's favourite Australian left-hander, David Andrew Warner. He is the Moonrise moment of the match today. want to get your game the very best it can be. The future of coaching Right then, let's have a look ahead to tomorrow's game. And this is a a real corker, isn't it? This could quite easily... I mean, when we did our calculations, which have been completely thrown out the window because I think about half of the predictions we made in that show have uh, already been overturned. But we had the final between the Mumbai Indians and the Royal Challengers Bangalore. And they start... They play each other tomorrow in Abu Dhabi. Mumbai Indians and RCB... Both fruzed after uh, defeats at the weekend. And as I said at the start of this show today, everything's possible in this, uh, this IPL. This is a really difficult one to call, I think, tomorrow. Mumbai Indians got a really good side. They need to bounce back. RCB got a really good side. They need to bounce back. And whoever wins this tomorrow, pretty much, gar- well, they guarantee themselves a playoff spot at the very least with a game with a couple of games to spare so it's a big game for both of these sides Virat Kohli could uh, get himself and his side into the playoffs obviously Kieran Pollard captaining the Mumbai Indians in the absence of the injured Rohit Sharma Rito how do you see this one this is a really interesting matchup between two of the very strongest teams in the tournament
2: well it's certainly going to be a very interesting match tomorrow it's going to be between the two top table toppers till now it's probably up there with the Manchester derby of IPL really it's that bigger contest, and both of the teams took. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Rita, Rita, the...
1: Rita, 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 Rita. I'm going to have to stop you there. I'm going to have to stop you there. You can't make that analogy. If you're going to, if you're going to compare it to fierce rivalries, and you're going to do it about, yes. and you're talking about a cricket match, you have to talk about Yorkshire against Lancashire and the Roses clash. Forget the football yes. in Manchester. This, is, the Yorkshire against the, uh, against Lancashire in cricket is a far bigger rivalry. So now, anyway, continue. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Probably, probably the, one of the biggest uh, contests in the T20 cricket right now. So both of the teams took quite a hammering during the weekend. So it's going to be really interesting how they're going to bounce back. And again, with RCB, they didn't, they didn't quite take off against CSK. They forced it a middling total and they lost quite easily against DSK. So it's going to be interesting.
1: I always think, uh, Neil, that in a, in a tournament this long, every now and again, it doesn't do you any harm to lose a game just to refocus the mind. Because you can get a little bit complacent with tactics that always work. And as you say, you then get found out and all of a sudden struggle for a plan B. So both the RCB and Mumbai have had that little bit of a wake-up call over the weekend. That actually might, well, certainly do one of them some good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm wondering whether we got to see the uh, the classic angry Virat over, uh, over the weekend. Um, he seems to be uh, much calmer and happier. But uh, it's always nice to see a bit of fire in his eyes again. I think tomorrow is going to be very interesting. I I don't think it's going to affect qualification. I think both teams will still make it. But you can put down a marker tomorrow and um, really kind of stamp your authority over the other, get into the mindset of the other team. So it'll be very, very interesting to see how it unfolds. I think there'll be a few surprises tomorrow.
1: I think you're right as well. I mean, as I say, one of these teams can secure the playoff space with with two games to go. And that's a far more comfortable situation to be in than still wondering and looking over your shoulder, isn't it? One of these teams can really make the rest of their IPL a lot easier if they win tomorrow. And obviously, the top two berths are, are massively important now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Getting into first or second place is huge. It gives you two bites of the cherry when it comes to the playoffs. But also, yeah. Um, You've got to look at uh, how other teams are, are going to see you if you've already beaten them a couple of times when it does come to the knockout games. If one of the bowlers has been taken down for 40 runs by AB, then he's going to be a lot, lot more nervous when it comes down to the crunch, um, and that could make all the difference.
1: I always think that, but then you, in a lot of tournaments, um, you see a team that has lost against a team earlier on in the tournament. They fight, They meet them in the final and then the other team gets revenge in the final. I don't sometimes think that the, uh, the the previous encounters actually count for too much. Once you get into that playoff battle and it's all tense, it's all nervous and everything is on the line. And we're going to count those games now for the remainder of this tournament. There are no dead rubbers in this IPL. The Kings Eleven win over KKR yesterday. The Sunrisers win over Delhi Capitals today it means that seven teams are still in the hunt for the top four playoff places There are not too many matches to go. Over the next week, we'll find out who makes that four. And then, obviously, we're in for the excitement of the playoffs and the IPL final on November the 10th. I cannot wait, but then I can wait, because I just want this IPL to carry on. As soon as it finishes, it's going to be like tumbleweed. But until we get to that horrible, horrible day when the IPL has finished, Neil and Rito, thank you for being on the podcast today.
2: Cheers, James. Thanks, James. Bye.
1: And thank you everybody for listening as well. Keep tuning in because we'll be with you every single day throughout the remainder of the IPL. There are some rest days as well, but we'll be back with some just general IPL chat on those days too. So plenty more to talk about on the IPL Daily podcast. Thank you to bodyline shirtscom and to moonriseports.com for their support of the IPL Daily. And as the name suggests, we'll see you again tomorrow.
2: Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020, follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger, join in the fun, we'll see you again tomorrow.